Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today I'm joined with my compadres from the Fantasy Stock Exchange, Danny and Tyler. Before we get into it real quick, I'm just going to tell you guys what we're doing. We're doing a mock draft. It's a best ball draft on drafters. You guys can join in. The code is down below, code Notorious. It's also on your screen up here as well. So welcome in to everyone. We are doing what this best ball draft pretty much is. If you haven't watched one of my other ones is what you do is you just draft a team on here. It's a dollar. We're doing the dollar drafts. There's also like $5 drafts and $50 drafts. I think all the way up to 100. So you draft the team and then it automatically sets your lineup for you. So you can just draft now in June and forget about it. And then you come back and you win that big money if you're listening to our advice. So before we get into it here, can you guys uh, shout yourself out before it's your guys pick? Yeah. Sure. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tyler. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Tyler Moss NFL on Twitter. Um, I really, what I see the issue with quarantine is the thing I really miss is Olive Garden, unlimited salad and breadsticks, and you can't sit inside. You got to sit outside. Concerning. Uh, fantasy stock exchange. Please hit that up. For sure. Uh, Danny Football 59 on Twitter. Again, as Tyler mentioned, fantasy stock exchange. If you guys haven't checked out our channel already, what are you doing? I mean, we've been on a lot of videos with Notorious by now. So uh, make sure you go check us out because uh, we're, we're producing this fancy content as well. So don't miss out. Danny's a Carabas fan. Uh, so, yeah, we're on the clock here at number three overall after Christian, McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey sorry, and Saquon Barkley have went off the board. Uh, to me here, again, Tyler, you can cue in as well. It's between uh, Alvin Kamara and Ezekiel Elliott for me. I- I'm fine with Alvin either. Kamara, baby. Perfectly fine with it. Let's lock him up. Yeah. yeah, I honestly wouldn't argue with that pick either. I mean, the thing, the funny thing is actually Zeke is now less likely to get Rona a second time. So, you know, maybe yeah. that's why what? you pick him. I, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I have Zeke as my third overall player, but uh, him and Kamara are neck and neck for me, uh, three and four back to back. So uh, I'm definitely fine with that. You can get Rona again, guys. Just no, I know, I know you can, but I'm saying you're less likely to. So, I mean, after uh, you went with Kamara, Zeke came off the board, followed by Dalvin Cook, which is kind of surprising. I thought Dalvin Cook would move back further than that, but I guess no one's really scared of his holdout, even though I'm very nervous. Henry. So right here, it, it's between Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon. I mean, it's pretty – every time I go with a different guy, I mean, in my rankings, I have Joe Mixon five, Derrick Henry six. So I'll abide by the rankings and go with Joe Mixon, who is more risky, though. If you want to go with a safer pick, you can clearly go with – Mr. Derrick Henry, but it is PPR, so I think Joe Mixon's going to be catching more balls this year than we've seen in the past. So at seven, we see Michael Thomas. Do you guys think picking Michael Thomas at seven's good value, or do you typically want him later than that? For me, uh, with Derrick Henry on the board, I take Henry. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind it there. That was that would be the start of the range, the seven eight spot where I would even consider a receiver. Otherwise, I'm hammering the fucking running back position, not looking back. But uh, seven or eight range is where I would actually start maybe considering the receiver position uh, depending on who's on the board but ultimately as we all know here the running back position is so scarce this year locking down those studs in the first couple of rounds will ultimately uh fortify your lineup for later in the draft as well yeah, yeah. back at Derek henry um it's ppr <laughs> this is right it's yeah. it's yeah it's ppr so yeah it's Derek henry um that i guess that's where joe makes me get the edge for me is in the ppr format i think you'll catch a lot more passes than Derek henry uh, no one should be surprised by that claim right there. Yeah, not yeah, at all. I mean, so, no, sorry, my bad. But Josh Jacobs went at nine, and then Kenyon Drake at ten. So, is that a little early for Kenyon Drake? I feel like that's pretty early at the end of the first round. High upside. I mean, High upside. Got to go with it. I don't hate it. I just don't like it over Sanders. That's my problem with it. See, the problem is Chubb is still available. So, I mean, I like Chubb over both those guys. Same with Eckler as well. Yeah. So. Oh. Well, you by, know. By the way, Nick's yeah, well, a big advocate for Chubb. So. 
when this is coming out, I mean, uh, on our channel, we just had our hot commodities and we were mentioning uh, ADP steals. And man, it, Eckler's going in the mid-second round right now. We talked about it on the channel. Go check it out. But it's just a crime. This guy should be a first-round pick. No ifs, ands, or buts. So the fact that the whole fantasy community is just sleeping on Austin Eckler to begin with, it just flat out makes no sense to me. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think Austin Eckler is going to be a top 12 pick, though, come, like, August. There's no he, way. He's going 16 right now, man. It doesn't make sense. Nick's about to get him. At, uh, I agree. I mean, since we're a, a best ball draft, typically, I mean, I like doing these drafts because it's actually like a mock draft, kind of a mock draft, but like obviously costs money. So people are actually trying. But in best ball, Tyree kills a much better pick because the guy just legitimately could win you a week single handedly by himself, dropping like 30 points in your opponent's face. So that's going to be very good. But I think that uh, at the end of the day, Tyree kill, if we're talking about a real draft situation, I like Julio just a lot more. Uh, Eckler comes at 15. So very sad for us. And then Aaron Jones. So it's looking kind of sad at the running back position now since only three wide receivers have came off the board in the first 16 picks. Do you guys think this is going to be typical, what you've seen a lot of your, like, at-home leagues, or do you think this is more of, like, a sharp move where people are only going, like, three uh, wide receivers early? I, I do think receivers go earlier in a home league simply because the hype is going to be more around them. But, yeah, we're in a sharper league. People are putting their money in right now, whereas home leagues is a little more recreational. Uh, by the way, Clyde edwards Hiller there, I like that. Uh, I know you don't, but, uh, man – you're going to see in these drafts right now, people are going to be hammering the running backs. So they realize the scarcity factor, except for Jack. He just loves the receivers apparently. Yeah, for sure. I mean, right now I'm up on the board and there's really no one here that I love. I'm at the running back position. The wide receivers are still, there's a bunch here, but I think I still believe that the running back scarcity is so scary that I would just take Leonard Fournette here. I don't think Leonard Fournette is some top 12 running back. I believe he's inside of my top 15. If not, he's number 16. I think he should have a good year, but I do worry about the fact that the guy could just turn around and just straight up hold out for the year because he's on his, I believe this is going to be his contract year and they don't seem to want to re-sign him at all. I think Rock Armstead could easily fill into that role. So that worries me, but I mean, Mixon and Leonard Fournette, if Leonard Fournette ends up panning out, he's not going to get a hundred receptions again, nowhere or not hundred receptions, but a hundred targets. He's going to be nowhere near there, but I still think he'll be a solid back this year. What do you guys think about Fournette? Uh, a little early for me. I'm not a huge fan, by the way, Chris Godwin going off hurt my soul. Uh, I'm not a huge fan, but again, with the scarcity, with the run that we're facing at running back, I don't hate it. Now, Tyler, there's a clear uh, guy on the board here in a best ball format that just is screaming to me, and it's going to be Travis Kelsey. I mean, I, I'm not sure if you subscribe to it, but it just seems like the greatest value left on the board. I don't here, mind especially. it. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's lock down Travis Kelsey, 100 catch type upside. That offense is going to be humming. Kuhlman. uh you never usually see him go this late in the second round he's usually about an early second rounder so uh locking up locking him up here uh taking the value that falls to us i like that and we still pick again in five picks so we can ultimately get the highest ranked running back or receiver left on the board for that yeah, yeah i don't mind it at all uh wrap up as a position that you're probably gonna have to take three of or, or at least two of uh later on if you do not address it early so crazy pick but yeah we're gonna go with it and, uh, and i back it Something to note, I don't even think that for an at-home league, if you're drafting like with your friends, Travis Kelsey going in the second round just should not surprise you at all. People are like just very heavy on tight end. Same thing with Kittle. Typically you see them going like the second or third round. But here I doubt we see another a quarterback even go until like the, the fourth round, to be honest with you. Where do you guys feel comfortable 
picking a quarterback in a best ball or even in a regular redraft league. In a best ball, I'm more willing to take them higher simply because in best ball, you're looking for ceiling. And Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes clearly present the higher ceiling. Now, if you're talking r- typical redraft, you're setting your lineup, uh, you're looking for the consistency. Uh, I like getting the positional uh, players. But in a best ball, I'm more willing to take, again, a tight end early or a quarterback early simply because you're looking for the overall upside. And you could take shots like, uh, Will Fuller's or uh, Raheem Mostert's later in the draft that ultimately uh, maybe may not be the most consistent week to week, but uh, can give you that value uh, at other positions. So ultimately, here uh, there's players that are down down the board that are a little riskier, but do present more upside in best ball because you don't have to make the choice when you set your lineup. Chris Carson, what the hell? Yeah, that, that's I mean- wild. Uh, that just screams to me that we kind of have to wait at the position because uh, I don't want to fucking take guys like that. Uh, and Mike Evans are on the board. I'm good with Mike both. Evans. My, oh, I, I love both. Oh, I didn't even see Kenny G. This is full PPR. Yes, sir. They're kind of similar to me. Uh, I'm good with either. Uh, I think I have them back to back in my rankings right Kenny now. Kenny Beans, baby. Let's go with it. Lock it in. It. Yeah, let's do it. Means a lot, of, a lot less targets in that offense than there is in, uh, in Tampa Bay. So I'm good with that. For sure. Uh, and uh, we have three number one guys at their position, running back one and a wide receiver one and Kenny Galladay, at least in my opinion, and a tight end one. I feel really good about this team so far, even with no heavy running back. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Again, uh, we have Kamara, so we can kind of take the hit. I mean, I wouldn't have just taken a fucking Ingram. Just to, I don't know what Werewolf's doing, but ugh, girly too. Like, man, don't get me out of this round. Let me get the value running backs to these farts. Yeah, I mean, Gurley is going to go in the third round of, like, every draft, though, because someone's just going to go ahead and buy into the fact that they think he's going to get a bunch of carries after Todd Gurley was more, and now it's my pick, and DJ Moore would have been my pick. Yeah. I, ha- I have Mike Evans much lower. Oh, the hell? Uh, the three guys that I was honestly considering uh, with Kenny Galladay, it would have been Kenny Galladay, DJ Moore, and uh, uh, Mike Evans. Now, I have uh, more the highest right now. I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer, but they're all the same tier. And I mean, you pick and choose. They're all going to be fantastic. Uh, but again, best ball format, Galladay and uh, Evans may have the more consistency for me, while uh, DJ Moore, or sorry, Galladay and Evans may have the more higher upside for me, while DJ Moore has more consistency. So in a best ball, I love the Galladay. I love the Evans. Uh, Robinson too, I like a lot. Uh, I ultimately probably would have taken Evans, but I mean, I can't pick. I can't pick at you for that. Robinson is one of the most underrated players at the position in general. Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to get either Galladay or DJ Moore. When they don't fall to me, typically in the third round, my go-to wide receiver, if I don't get one of those guys, it's just Allen Robinson. I mean, he literally has done it with in Jacksonville. He did it with fucking Blake Bortles. He's done it with Mitch Trubisky. So, I mean, if Nick Foles is the quarterback, he could be even better. And even with that said, he finished as a top 10 wide receiver last year just with Trubisky, who literally is terrible. So I think he should be fine again after that was Evans. And then A.J. Brown. Do you guys think A.J. Brown is being drafted way too high? Because to me – I don't get the AJ Brown hype in the third round at all. I see. Yeah. I love Brown as a player, but I mean, third round's a little too rich for my blood. If you're getting him in like the mid fourth, I would I would say that's proper value. But again, uh, you're talking about guys like, for example, I have Adam Thielen ranked higher at this point. Uh, Juju, uh, they're just safer options. And then we're talking about they're still, uh, yeah, I don't know, just a little early for me. And maybe I'm... early early to mid fourth. Time for Tyler to stamp his opinion on A.J. Brown. Yes, I am not a big fan of him in regular drafts, but in best ball, I will take him over some of the uh, safer kind of options. I'm not into safe options for best ball. I'm putting money in here. I'm looking at the big, heavy hitters. Uh, A.J. Brown, it's an interesting team that he's got forming, um, but go with a deep threat that that if he pans out, could 
could be very, very productive for best ball leagues. I'm really just curious of what the hell's going on with three, three wide receivers there, although it's three incredible ones. Yeah, I mean, I think we're not going to be seeing a lot of this in real drafts. I honestly think running back zero is kind of just a dead thing at this point. I don't think very many people are going to even try to do it. Now, you obviously can win with any strategy. You can fucking draft a quarterback in the first round and still win your league if you somehow draft everything else correctly. But at the end of the day, I don't think very many people are going to look to be doing this kind of strategy, especially within the fourth round. We'll likely see the running backs that are going to be available for this guy to pick not be the greatest. And we see Lamar Jackson come off the board at pick 36. So do you guys like that value. value? Good value, especially in a best ball. I mean, uh, end of the third round for a guy who literally has legitimate uh, 40-point upside. Uh, I like it. I mean, if that was my team right here, I'd be fucking smacking Mark Andrews straight onto my team. I mean, you get a oh, top yeah. a top tier running back, wide receiver. He has Chubb, Adams, Lamar, and then he'll have Mark Andrews, which is a stack. But instead, he decides to go with counselor's Ooh, favorite, David Johnson. I hate that. Oh, I hate that. Ugh. I mean, I'm a big fan. I think David Johnson, if he could stay healthy, is probably potentially a top 10 back. But if he could stay no. healthy, is like impossible. So they're going to have to force feed him, though. And I think something funny to note here real quick is that Cooper Cup just came off the board. And I noticed in every single draft after Cooper Cup gets picked three picks later, uh, his Woods. teammate Robert Woods comes yeah. off the board every single time. It's, it's hilarious. Now, sorry, I just wanted to quickly touch up on David Johnson. The thing that really turns me off about him is uh, he was more he was less efficient on the ground than Carlos Hyde was for the Texans last year. Like if you actually compare the efficiencies, people still want to hold on to the belief that he is that top five talent at the running back position. He hasn't been that guy since 2016. So again, less efficient on the ground than Carlos Hyde last year, the 40th ranked PPR running back. Not to mention people are going to say, oh, well, he's got receiving upside. Well, if you actually take a look, the Texans actually threw the ball at a 14.7% clip to their running back and their leading running back target guy, Duke Johnson, at 62 targets, is still on the team. So I, just, I don't see it with David Johnson. I mean, again, he's going to get a workload, so ultimately he does have a uh, low-end RB2 uh, appeal, uh, maybe may high-end three for me, but I just don't see this top 20 uh, hype that like guys like the counselor are trying to tout. Well, I mean, the counselor has him as running back five. So Gross. The counselor needs to read a book just to prove that he can do it. Um, not a big fan of the counselor, not a big fan of – Anyone who believes in David Johnson, except David Johnson, believe in yourself. That's a note for the audience. Always believe in yourself. That's sure. very true. So uh, my pick that I actually wanted was Mark Andrews, and I did not end up getting him because he got picked right before me. So right now is where I find the hardest pick at wide receiver because there's so many guys <laughs> I like. I really like Calvin Ridley. I really like Woods, and I really like Chark. But at the he end of the day, I spoke about it before. I'm going to go with Robert Woods. I just really see Great the upside, pick. especially if they're running the two tight end sets that I think they could run since their O-line sucks absolute donkey dock. So, I mean, they're going to be kind of screwed. They're going to need to have a tight end out there to potentially block. So I think Robert Woods is going to be super Big. hot fire this year. But I like Calvin Ridley, who got picked yeah, right Woods after. Woods and Ridley. Big play Keenan, baby. Come on. He has like six good weeks in the season. Like, that's what you want. Best ball, baby. Calvin Ridley's got two good games (laughs) against Tampa coming, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, at Bush. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully, uh, Citizen hears that Keenan Allen hype so uh, we can get Jonathan Taylor. Because, yeah, there's a – him and Swift are like the last – Melvin. All right, are you good with Jonathan Taylor here in the best ball? Yes, I am. Please, Perfect. to your goodness, don't think about it too twi- twice. Uh, words. Go. Something funny, 
funny to note real quick about Calvin Ridley is I made a video about it. His splits with when Mohamed Sanu was playing versus without is hilarious. He's just so much better now that Mohamed Sanu left. So I think he's really going to be in for a great year. And then Jonathan Taylor, obviously a great pick. I just worry that it's going to take him a couple of weeks. So how long do you guys think it'll take, especially Uh, since Tyler loves Marlon Mack? Very good question. I do think uh, it'll probably take him to about week three to week four to establish himself as the main back. Uh, again, we all believe in the talent. We all subscribe to he's a fantastic player. But uh, it's just a matter of, uh, again, coaching staff typically ease these guys in. We saw it. Uh, I ultimately compared his situation to what Nick Chubb faced in his rookie year. Uh, maybe I, I do think he uh, gets the workload uh, earlier than Chubb did. Chubb got it about week seven, week eight, when they released Carlos Hyde at that time. I do think uh, it'll ultimately take less time. But I think he <laughs> has Nick Chubb type upside. Uh, well, Marlon Mack isn't anything special, in my opinion. Oh, you shut you shut your lips, home dog. Yeah, I mean, he, didn't he rush like for a thousand yards two years in a row? So I it's mean, like not that bad. Yeah, he's so did he's Carlos a, Hyde. A plotter. So. He's a plotter. So did Carlos Hyde. Yeah, can you yeah. show me the running back position real quick? Yeah, I'll scroll uh, down. Yeah, like, the running back position is not very good at all the, right now. DeAndre like, Swift, Singletary, yeah, Raheem, J.K. Dobbins, there's like, Kareem. There's two guys I really like in Swift and Hunt. Uh, right. I, I don't mind Mostert either, but it just seems a tad early. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, yuck. Do you want to end up locking down our RB3 here, uh, yes. seeing what type of wide receiver value, value falls? Are you yes. good with Swift? Or? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can, I, can, I can go with Swift. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Um, okay. I mean, we're investing a lot in the offense, so, so we're kind of hoping that yeah. works out, but fuck, why not, right? I, I, I like it. Uh, again, he, it may take him a little lo- longer to get the full workload, but uh, I still think uh, while we may be suffering, again, like the rookies uh, may not get the full, work- full workload within the first few weeks, I do think Swift will still have a role as soon as day one, being that pass-catching uh, efficient back. Again, I mentioned uh, on Thursday's video, I know I keep plugging that, but uh, Swift can easily step into a 12 to 15 touch role. Again, Karyon Johnson's averaged over 16 per game last year. So I don't think it's out of the cards where uh, they could still split time, but I, sw- I think Swift is ultimately going to be the more efficient back and get the receiving work. So uh, I really like Swift. I'm really warming up to him. And I think about the fifth round, when we see some of the values that were going off in the third round, I'm more than fine with that. So I'm happy. I, I'm just very off of Swift. I actually made a video. Either it comes out tomorrow when you're watching this or it came out the day before. And the, the Detroit Lions have ran at a 38% run percentage two years in a row. So does that really bode well for Swift? I mean, if Carrion stays healthy, he's fucked, I think. Uh, see, I, I just think he's such a superior talent to Carrion, not to mention Carrion, even when he was healthy last year, he still averaged over 16 touches per game. So uh, even if you divvy that up, if fans are butts, uh, I, I do think on 12 to 15 per game, which we could fully expect from Swift, he's going to be an efficient back that can ultimately give you that top 15 upside with those limited touches. I do like him. Like, again, he's not going to be Alvin Kamara, but when I watched him on film, that's who I got. Again, smooth, elusive runner, uh, really good in the open field. Uh, I ultimately think he can bring that value to the Detroit Lions backfield. So, uh, yeah, I, I, definitely, I definitely like Swift uh, in his potential outlook. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just not going to buy into it. I mean, after you went with Swift, Lockett came out the board, followed by Mostert, and then I went with my boy Karate Kick Kareem Hunt. I think he's just going to be so safe. If Chubb was to so happen to break his leg or something, he was get Tanya Harding or something, then he's going to be a top five running back. If not, he's going to be like a safe flex for you, potentially running back two on a lot of weeks. So I think as you're running back three, a guy who's just super safe, while in best ball, you're not necessarily wanting the safest guy. I just feel like out of all the running backs that are still available, I would have been kind of pissed if I drafted anyone 
besides him, I don't really think any – except for maybe Dobbins. Dobbins probably has the highest upside out of any of the guys still available. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you guys have watched the channel again, I'm a huge believer in Kareem Hunt. And quite frankly, like the value that he's going at right now comparative to some of the running backs that are already going off the board uh, before him, it's just insanity to me. Uh, again, tough 24 finisher. He's going as the RB29. He is adding a run-dominant head coach in Kevin Stefanski, top three in run split last year. Uh, not to mention, again, you mentioned the top five upside he presents if anything were to happen to Chubb. So you're basically getting a guy who's more valuable than his current ADP, given uh, standalone value what he did last year, adding a run-dominant coach, and has top five handcuff upside. I, I don't get how he's going RB29. but Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, it, something important to note also, after I went with Kareem Hunt, the guy who has Mark Andrews went with Zach Ertz, which to me is just the craziest strategy ever. Why the fuck no do you want it? If you go with a tight end early, why do you go with the second one around later and then have zero running backs? Because the running backs this guy finds in the sixth round are going to be guys that are complete and utter coin flips. You have no idea. Like, Philip Lindsay might honestly turn into, like, a top. If Melvin Gordon, if they're splitting more, like I think they could, Lindsay could be great. But And besides Dobbins, there's really just no one here. I mean, Geis is going to play three fucking games. So I don't know what you want with him. Oh, Terry McLaurin hurts. Yikes. So real quick, uh, if you guys have enjoyed thus far, click that subscribe button down below. Add me and all of them as a friend on here. So they're the fantasy stock. What's your guy's name on here? Fantasy Stock X, baby. All right, add them, add me, Notorious FNTSY, and check out the, uh, the code as well down below. So something interesting is you note how at the beginning of the draft, you see all the running backs fly off the board. And here in the middle rounds, you're going to see there's probably be like seven wide receivers drafts in a row here. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's probably going to be like four more, if I'm being honest with you. Because right after the running backs fall off, this is when every single wide receiver that you think has potential comes off the board. I am very off of Debo Samuel. Who I just like came him. off the board at 62. What do you guys think? I, I like him. I mean, the upside that he presents, if he, like, I, I honestly believe they took Ayuk to take what Debo was doing last year. Again, as Corey mentioned, uh, take the sort of like uh, shifty creative role in the offense because they ultimately believe in Debo Samuel established himself as a true one. Now, that's never going to be a 140 type target guy, like a DeAndre, Har- target, DeAndre Hopkins type target guy, simply because George Kittle's in the offense and they run the ball uh, a hell of a lot. But I do think from an explosive standpoint, uh, he could ultimately give you uh, – uh, I'm trying to think who I can liken him to. Uh, maybe what A.J. Brown was able to do, run-centric offense. I was ultimately going to be able to get an explosive player in space. But uh, I really like uh, Debo Samuel. He's a little risky. I will I will say he is definitely risky. But in a best ball format, you're getting a guy with that upside sixth round. I think that's a good value. Yeah, what are you thinking, Tyler, about Debo? Yeah, I, I don't know because I, I really – and not that I think Brandon Ayuk's re- remarkable, and I don't, I don't really think he's going to be all that fantasy relevant, um, but he's basically the same as Debo, and that just concerns me. Um, I, I don't know. It's the same same as, like, I'm not taking Cooper Cup because I think Van Jefferson's going to play the same fucking role. So I don't know if I really want a piece of that. Uh, it's it's risque, and you're kind of hoping it pans out. So so I'm not really too sure if I, if I buy, on, buy into Debo right now. Yeah, no, see, the problem with me with Debo is that towards the, the last three games of the season, they were running the ball 64% of the time, which is very fucking scary, especially if they still continue to use these guys and Jarek McKinnon comes back. I'm pretty worried about that. I think Debo is a good talent, though. I just don't know if I want to pick him in the sixth round. But my pick got sniped in Tyler Boyd, who is typically my resident sixth or seventh round pick. I pick him in every single fucking draft. So right now, wide receiver, I'm not really looking for a running back. 
Edelman, A.J. Green, Michael Gallup, John Brown, Will Fuller. So it's not looking super spicy here, but I'm going to go with a more higher upside pick here. I understand that this is definitely a very risky play, but my other two wide receivers are pretty safe in Robinson and Mr. Robert Woods. So I'm going to go with Mr. Marquise Hollywood Brown of the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver one, even though I always say that fucking Mark Andrews is the wide receiver one of the team because he's going to be the one scoring all the touchdowns, but Hollywood's a deep down the field burner. This guy's going to make the defenses look silly. So I think he's going to have a good year this year, especially if Lamar Jackson, since he's on the cover of Madden though, he might bust, but he should be able to throw the ball better because we saw him really increase how much better his throwing looked last year and compared to the season before. Yeah, that one hurts a lot. That one hurts a lot. It uh, shouldn't because we're taking a running back. Well, you know what else hurt? The fucking jet ski that Lamar ran into, oh, if man. anyone's seen that video oh. on the beach. Great move by him. So after I went with Hollywood Brown, someone oh. went with an even riskier play in Will Gosh. Fuller, who I'm going to be honest with you. What's the difference? Why the fuck? What's the difference between drafting Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, if I'm being completely honest with you? You make your pick first, and then we'll talk about it. Nothing. We're going uh, running back, and James White looks smexy as hell. Can you look at running back Wade. position, Nick? Yeah, yeah, I don't mind White. Uh, yeah, whatever. I would we'll go JK just because he won't be there, and then go White on the turn. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he's not. He's he'll right. he'll probably fall to you. Let me justify James White real quick. Okay, Sony Michelle gets hurt a lot. This team is going to run because their quarterback situation is going to be weak. When they're not running, it's going to be dump offs. People are like. Oh, Tom Brady's gone, so no more dump-offs. Really? How about a rookie quarterback that doesn't have a lot of options? Oh, not a rookie, uh, sophomore. I mean, it's it's got to go to James White. James White is still going to be a monster. His role is going to still be used by the Patriots, and it's going to be used in high volume. Yes, James White, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I really like James White. I just think the sixth round's a little early because you probably could have gotten him in the seventh, like you said, but it's all good, to be honest. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, so what we were talking about before is the difference between Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. So do you guys really think Will Fuller is that much better than Brandon Cooks when Brandon Cooks goes like three rounds later? I think they're the same, to be quite honest. And quite frankly, if Brandon Cooks makes it back to the seventh because of the best ball format, because of the upside he presents, uh, I ultimately uh, I, I want Brandon Cooks. Uh, again, if this was a normal draft, redraft, uh, I would say Julian Edelman. But again, we already have James White. Uh, he doesn't really have as much of a ceiling. And out of the options left, I do believe that Brandon Cooks does provide the the best ceiling. So uh, hopefully he falls back to us. I'm going to be uh, honest. See, we're, we're just going to be screwed at the receiver position. I don't – He won't be, though, because the receiver position is hella deep, baby. Uh, I mean, I don't – the board's kind of drying up on me here. <laughs> I do like Hardman later on as well. I feel like, but... I feel like every woman Danny's ever been with. Drying them up. Uh, I I want I want to go. I want to pick up with them. Yeah. No, uh, no, we went white. Up. We went white, so I kind of want to go cooks here to lock them up. Ew. Who wants to lock up? Cooks? No, I feel like you can honestly wait. If I'm being completely honest with you, cooks. I, where is he on the screen? He's all the way he's, down here, so you could definitely he's gonna, wait. He's gonna get taken. I know how. Oh no! Not gonna not work. Brandon Cooks. Oh gosh, how will we live? I want to lock down cooks, man. Sorry, it's Danny's money. No worries. I'm good. Sorry, come on. Uh, yeah, I like Cooks. I mean, he's being slept on again. He's still only 26 years old. Missed two total games in his career. Again, he's played. He's played hurt. Uh, he's been a top five, a top 15 receiver the four years prior to getting hurt last year. So uh, I'm not really that concerned. I think he has a bounce back, especially with Sean Watson slinging him the rock. So uh, I, I really like Brandon Cooks a lot, man. Like a lot of house money and Danny's throwing it away. That really. Hurts. I mean, I I like I like Brandon Cooks last year, and then he got put on a t-shirt again. The guy gets fucking hurt every year, so I mean, I don't know I mean, if you want to. But he only missed been, a couple of games. Yeah. But when he's back, he's like 
dur- he's not durable at all. Like he'll come back, but he'll be fucking out there with a wheelchair just walking up the field. I mean, prior to last year, if you look at his stats, 1,200 yards, 15 games, 1,016, 1,116, 1,116. And he had a nine, eight, seven, and five as his touchdown outputs. Uh, again, just looking at base stats obviously isn't the answer because he's moving teams, but uh, getting him in the seventh round for a guy that's been uh, perennially a top 15 receiver uh, is ultimately getting him at the discount of the injury woes. So uh, especially with the upside he presents weekly, I do think that's a good value, especially uh, given that we kind of punted the receiver position. All right. So after you guys went with Cooks, J.K. Dobbins came off the board, followed by Tevin Coleman. So real quick before I make my pick, what are your guys' thoughts on Tevin Coleman? That's a little early, right? A little early. Right? Kind of crazy, right? Yeah, especially over yeah. some of the guys. Like, uh, I, I personally would take like Sony over him, Tariq Cohen, uh, starter for Howard. the Philadelphia Eagles, Devontae Freeman, right? Everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, my boy, fucking Philip Lindsay, is still here. That's probably gonna be my pick. I mean, I don't. The thing is, I just genuinely believe that if you put him and Melvin Gordon there together, he, who is Melvin Gordon really that much more talented than Philip Lindsay? Like, is he really? So, I think Philip Lindsay will still be seeing a lot of touches which in the seventh round is something that's going to be hard to find, especially if I didn't take him here. There's no way in fuck he would have fallen back to me. Uh, something also to note real quick is since this isn't like a, this is more of a sharper type of league, we're on an at-home league, only two people have went with quarterback, which is definitely weird because we're all the way in the seventh round. And if you're playing an actual at-home league, typically you, four or five guys will already have came off the board. Like Kyler would be gone, Russ would be gone, Dak, and probably Deshaun as well. I was going to mention that, by the way, Jack Miller has absolutely no running backs. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Don't do that. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I was going to mention it with Tyler. Uh, if one of those top four uh, left in our tier, again, he just went Kyler, no running backs. Fuck running backs, right? Uh, if, if Russell, uh, Deshaun, or Dak end up making back to us in the eighth round, uh, I ultimately think we got to consider it. But what are your thoughts, Tyler, there? Because I think that's incredible value. Ooh. Oof. Oh, my gone. God. Okay. Oh gosh, no thanks. Imagine, imagine getting a second place quarterback. Ugh. <laughs> that, 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 come on. Imagine a guy that can't even get more than eight wins. What a joke! What a fucking clown. Relax. <laughs> Blaming the special teams. Jeez. Third most wins since 2016. Yeah, you got a championship. Ooh, to be what? to be fair, if Watson falls back to us, we'll get that Cooks Watson stack. You know, yeah. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, Deshaun Watson, I feel so bad for the guy because he was, like, one of those top three quarterbacks. Like, universally, it was Mahomes, it was Jackson, it was him, and now he's just absolutely falling off the fucking earth. Yeah, for fantasy, obviously. Now yeah. he's, like, number six or five in a lot of people's rankings, which is just so sad for the guy. He's still really good. I still think they can get by with those stud- oh, like, you... good receivers. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Oh, that's even worse. AJ Green. One, two, three. Tight end five off the board. So I'm telling you guys, like – I said this in their video. We did a mock draft on Fantasy Pros. The people are going to start catching on to Hayden Hurst, and this motherfucker is going to be like a seventh-round, sixth-round pick. I love Hurst, but, man, you can't take him over Waller personally. I love I love Hurst. Like, I love him. He's my tight end seven. But, man, Waller is just so good, especially in a full PPR, dude. I tell you who I love. Ooh, Austin uh, Hooper now? What's going on? NF Alex 14. He's my favorite because that's uh, we're playing with his money now. So we appreciate that, Alex. Uh, Jack Miller, we appreciate you because I'm playing with your money too. And uh, Viking, your team looks fucking iffy as hell too. So hey, I'll take your money as well. I mean, the, a lot of people are tending to do this, which I actually don't understand. So someone earlier I said Andrew Hurst, Darren Waller, Evan Ingram. So you get four games out of Evan Ingram, and then you get the rest from Waller. So that's pretty good. I mean, all- only running back is James Conner. 
Mr. Oh. Glassman. That guy's made of glass. Sanders too. Oh, he's Miles Sanders too. Oh, I didn't see the top. That's on me. Dude, why, why are people stacking tight ends in back-to-back rounds? Like, there was someone in our, our video for drafters, our first video on the channel. Somebody stacked uh, two quarterbacks at the top. And I'm like, okay, maybe if it's like a four-man league, okay. Like, fuck it. Well, I don't care. But, like, come on, man. Like, relax. Oh, what the fuck? Anthony Miller in the eighth round. Like, I love Anthony Miller, but Jesus yeah. Christ. Over some is... of the guys that he's going over now. I know John Brown, Judy, Kirk, C.D. Lamb. C.D. C.D. Lamb. I mean, we're already in the eighth round. It's actually going relatively fast in comparison to how it typically oh, goes. God. So that's good. But... Our, our video the other day took like an hour, man. It was long. <laughs> hey, breathe over there. Breathe over there. Shout out to drafters, though, for letting us uh, come on here. But also, drafters, if you're watching this, I would like to note that you need to. we need a super fast draft where you can get a 30-second draft instead of 60 seconds. So, C.D. Lamb comes off the board. To me, I don't fucking like that in the eighth round. Isn't Gallup still available? No, I'm wrong. So I'm probably How about a 15-second draft? Gallup, Gallup's a man animal. If Gallup was there at our pick, I would have taken that. Oh, oh, Matt dirty whore, Matt Burita. So now it's my pick. I'm probably just going to end up going wide receiver here. To me, I was actually listening to something earlier. I don't remember who said it, but they're talking about how Christian Kirk might actually be better now that he is not looked at as like the alpha kind of guy. So oh, I think Christian is. Kirk may actually have a great year this year. So I'm going to go ahead and take the shot on him in the eighth round. He's not my preferred eighth round wide receiver, but like I say in all the videos, you got to just fucking draft differently in every video. You don't want the same guys on your team every single time, especially in a best ball. So typically here would have been like my Mike Williams pick or Mr. John Brown. So I went with a different pick in Christian Kirk. So Sean Watson came off the board. He absolutely sniped you guys. So where are you guys looking? Obviously you're one pick away. Darius Slayton, maybe hashtag upside. Like that's going to be huge. I'm very much bought in Slayton. Can you look at the wide the running backs real quick too? Um, yeah, the running back's yeah. still available. It's not very hot anymore. Like Sony Michelle, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard intrigues me. Guys. Good safe floor play. I, I don't mind Jordan Howard because we got the rookie backs, and then we could just take the best receiver available, and like whether it's like the Slayton or John Brown or uh, Deontay Johnson, one of those guys. I don't mind either. Even a McCall well, Hardman. Johnson mind. will continue to be on none of my teams. Well, I mean, I, at that home. I also I like like his other teammate later in uh, James Washington because it's just uh, funny if he's better. Let's get let's get Howard here because we're kind of uh, a little uh, well, yeah. a little okay. unproven at the running back position. This, I mean, somehow we we came out with this team when we faded running back. Uh, I really like our running back position, and then throw on top of the fact that we have Travis Kelsey, and that feels really good right now. For sure, uh, I definitely like that. Where are we going? Golden Tate. Well, Tate. I mean, fuck? Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard both getting drafted above Mr. Darius Slayton. Money it's kind of crazy. Ew, imagine taking Sterling Shepard in the sixth round. What the fuck? I just noticed that. That's <laughs> my boy, Alex. What a crazy man. Dude, he, <laughs> he took Sterling Shepard before Edelman Cooks. Okay, I'm not going to talk about AJ Green. Fuck that guy. Ew. Yeah, I mean, out of, out of this draft so far, the worst pick, though, is A.J. Green. Every single time someone picks A.J. Green, I just want to die it. because A.J. Green is just – come on, he's going to play, what, three, four, five fucking games, and then – or he doesn't play at all. He's on the franchise tag. He just bitches and moans, and he fucking falls down the stairs or something like he always Dude. does. And he gets hurt. Oh. Darius Slayton just got sniped from you guys. Shepard and Slayton. You hate to see I it. blame Danny but- for everything that's happened in this draft. Dude, Johnny Beans, Johnny Brown, or Emmanuel Sanders. Why are we sleeping so much on Sanders? It's finally legit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not Deontay a Deontay Johnson. So you just Good. got double sniped. 
I'm Josh Allen, fan. another sniper. I'm not a fan of uh, Sanders. I'm not a fan of Deontay Johnson. I'd much prefer McCole Hardman, man. Dude, Johnny Brown, baby. I don't mind it. Nick, are you going to take McCole Hardman if we don't take him here? I don't know. Oh, fuck you. Whatever. We'll just take uh, – we'll make Tyler Hoppy get his boy Johnny Brown. I don't hate it. I mean, I yeah, suck at cock at John Brown, man. Chemistry with his quarterback. Yeah, if I mean, Josh I am... Allen was there, I would have considered that too. Yeah, like I mean, the teammates got picked back to back. Are you guys not worried for Brown that uh, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen are just working out together every single day? I don't give a fuck about off-season work. No, I hope they're working what, out. Guess what, Nick? John Brown had a full year of chemistry with him last year. Oh yeah, no, I know, and I, I think John Brown might actually finish higher than Stefan Diggs. So, what do you want to kiss or something? Jesus Christ! Yes, sir, <laughs> baby. All right, so I still don't have a tight end, and neither do you guys. No, you guys have Kelsey, so oh, I don't okay. have a quarterback. You guys have Kelsey. And none of my play, none of the tight ends I even want are still here. Like at this point, I just completely punt the position and just wait a long time. Jarwin, Gesicki. Yeah, you just wait till later. At quarterback, there's really no one here that screams out to me in the ninth round. I know I'm still one pick away, but like, do I really want to draft Brady, Breeze, any of these guys? No, not at all. So I'm probably just going to end up going wide receiver here with a higher upside pick. And yeah, I mean, you guys didn't take him. So we're probably going to get, be getting my man, Me Cole. Hard man. Oh no. She belongs in the streets. Miko. Oh, I wanted him so bad too. No, his ADP is rising. It's like should, my cock man. in the morning. It's literally Dude, flying up here. It should be rising. You know how fucking good he is as a receiver? He was the most efficient receiver in the league by far last year. If you're taking okay, obviously you can't do this. You can't project uh, a 41 target sample size to what uh, Sammy Watkins able to do over 90 targets. But Sammy Watkins, as the wide receiver two, number three overall weapon in the offense last year, had 90 targets in 14 games. You give that to McCole Hardman based on his efficiencies last year, you're ending up with a 57 for 1181 and 13 stat line. Just take that. If he gets any sort of bump in volume, man, he's going to be a fucking league winner. Like, I'm so hyped for him. Yeah. I mean, the, after I went with Hardman, Tariq Cohen, Alexander Madison, and Darius Guy. So, Madison in the ninth round still. What do you guys think happens comes August, if it's August, and uh, Derek, not Derek Henry, fucking uh, Dalvin Cook doesn't end up, like, he's still holding out. Where, where do you think Madison goes if it's draft day in August and Cook just has not signed? Well, like, seventh? Maybe. I still think I, he's going to sign. I think Cook's going to sign. I don't know how much I want to buy into him not yeah. signing. If um, anything, if I'm drafting early and, or if I have him in Dynasty now, I'm selling him higher than fucking Fantasy Stoner on a Saturday. <laughs> what a fucking – that's some great analysis right there. So after uh, Darius Geis, we see Noah Fant. Now, Noah Fant has had a fall from grace. That guy was all the way at the top of everyone's rankings, and now he fell down the wall – because they ended up drafting Albert O, who was teammates with Drew Locke. And I'm not worried they also about have so many, They have so many options, though, now. Yeah, okay. Hamler, Judy is my main concern. It's not Albert O, fourth-round tight end. Yeah, I know, it was more of a joke. But he could <laughs> still be taking stuff because he did play with Mr. Horsecock, Drew Locke, in college. Ooh, yeah. I mean, that, if anything, he's going to be taking some tape because that tape was not good at all. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, Gronk comes in the, in the ninth round. What do you guys think Ew. about Gronk? No, hard pass. A major inconvenience of Tyler's internet. So, Tyler, I asked Whoa. previously what your opinion was on Mr. Robert Gronkowski. So, what is your opinion Ew. on Gronk? Nick, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think I deserve an opinion on anyone right now after that complete debauchery <laughs> that was what I just did there. Um, not really my fault, but you know what? It is. Uh, I hate Rob Gronk. Um, he lost the 24-7 title to R-Truth, so the guy's a pussy. 
Dude, how are how are the two tight ends in this round going to be Doyle and Cook over Hunter Henry, Johnu Smith, Mike Jusicki? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. What, Nick's going to take Blake Jarwin and end us all. So no, oh, I like go, Jarwin. Go with Hunter Henry. I don't really like Hunter Henry. Like we're talking redraft. Why? Well, I do like him, but if you draft him, you just have to draft a second tight end. Like there's just no in between. The guy's going to end up getting hurt. He just always seems to. And something funny about Gronk is if you guys saw his like Instagram picture today, it was like see ball. Jump for ball, Gronk. Yeah, catch I noticed ball. that. What an alpha guy Gronk is, but yeah, I don't believe in Gronk at all to play more than like ten games. So, uh, yeah. what? Okay, Gronk's I, the uh, one. One second, Danny. Yeah, Gronk's okay. Gronk's the kind of kid in school that you question if he's uh if he's sitting in the corner of the class uh, huffing glue. So yeah, we'll jump to our video. Okay, I got a big question for you, Tyler. What? What are your thoughts on Henry Ruggs here in a best ball format? Shut the fuck up. Can you put the blunt down, home dog? Uh, can you check out the running back position? I always go to the there's well. nobody. There is. There's got to be someone. Come on. No, there's not. There's it was no so oh, King Royce. Dude, why don't we go? Why don't we go Sony? Uh, like or Chase Ed? Oh, I didn't yeah. even notice Sony was on the board. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, okay, so you're you're out here bashing my takes. Fuck you. What? Let's Manuel Saunders comes off the board. No, Sony was on the board. Relax. Okay. All right. Oh, no, it's not now. Oh wait, that was us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you guys That's think lost. about? Mr. Emmanuel Sanders, because I want to be honest with you, I don't mm. get, I don't get why people are drafting him so much. Like I, I just don't see it really. I love either. him. Why? He's the second best option in that offense. Yeah, no shit. Up. But the second best option doesn't do anything. Yeah, Kamara. well, when has their second best option been Emmanuel Sanders? Like Kamara like, Cook Troutman. Who? Kamara Cook Troutman. There's not a lot of targets for them. That's gross. That does not get Sanders me hard. Sanders is going to be. Sanders is going to be fine, but like I don't think he's worth a tenth round pick. Janu Smith comes off the board. Johnny was a great pick. Later. Great that pick. does not get me hard in the morning, uh, knowing that Adam Troutman's my tight end too. No. Again, Tyler, I asked about Henry Ruggs. <laughs> Danny, and we got to get a quarterback home dog. What's up? Uh, you want Brady? I want pick? you for the weekend. Um, yeah, no, we can go Henry Ruggs. I wouldn't mind it. All right, dope. I don't mind punting the quarterback position, even if we pair it up like uh, looking looking later on, like a Ben Roethlisberger with punting a, you in the nuts. All right, if we I'm paired up with like Ben Roethlisberger and Gardner Minshew, I'm fine with that. Oh, like Derek God. God. Am I the only one who doesn't understand going Matthew Stafford over Breeze and Tom Brady? I don't hate it. Yeah. I mean, I like Stafford because the upside, but uh, I I would take the other two first. But I I don't mind Stafford there. No, I'm for full send on the um, on the Matt Stafford train. No, I think Matt Stafford's good. I just worry about the fact that his fucking back is just going to give out on him. And, he, I mean, like, he's like Phillip Rivers. And I guess he must be plowing his wife a lot or something because his back third, just gives out. Third round Matt Stafford. Come on, baby. Where are we at? Hype train. Uh, I think we could honestly even wait till next pick on rugs if you want. Let's get a quarterback. Just, you could literally rugs. wait rounds on rugs. No one, no one hops on rugs. He's so far down on here. It's crazy though, because the upside he presents week to week, like in a best ball, man. Fuck. Rugs is Danny, down. What do we got? At, what do we got at quarterback right now? Uh, we can take Brady. I like it's Brady. Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, Wentz, Baker, your boy, Danny Dimes, Joe Burrow. Famous like in here. Taking Baker's like taking um, Kirk Cousins, but the ADP is higher. Like what a joke. Oh, Boston Scott. I I do prefer. Uh, Brady here. Uh, actually, it's him and Breeze that I have the highest. We, we ultimately, let's uh, go. Let's go, Brady Beans. There. All right, I like it. Let's lock him down. Oh, you dirty Brady. Bitch. That's who I wanted. Kenny Beans. Ah, you hate to see, see it. So honestly, I, yeah, you go. Sorry. No, no, go for it. Go for it. 
What I was going to say is, honestly, right after Breeze and Brady, there's just such a fall-off for me to where I just want to wait even longer. Yeah, I feel you. Pick anyone. I don't mind Wentz either. Yeah, neither yeah. do I, but I'm very worried about his health. Like, I think he, he's yeah, top 10 until he gets hurt. He's probably like a top five quarterback until he gets hurt. I mean, well, be- best ball, it's a little, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Breeze, Breeze came off the board, ball. so now I might actually actually have to pick Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. So after this round, where I'm going to um, stop and we're going to fast forward. We're going to go super fast mode into every round where we pick. So you guys don't have to sit here for like an hour and a half where we're just rambling on like a bunch of fucking dumbasses. So right now it's about to be my pick. So we're either going to end up probably going Carson Wentz here. And, oh, they picked Danny Dimes in front of me. Or we're probably going to go running back. But there doesn't seem to be any of these running backs that I necessarily love. I think Chase Edmonds is a great handcuff, but I feel like I get him in the next round. At wide receiver, I think Ju- I think I really like Mike Williams a lot, but I think he could also fall to me. So I'm probably just going to go with the quarterback and select Mr. Carson Wentz. While I don't love him, he's definitely a top 12 quarterback, and I feel like we're already past 12 quarterbacks being picked, so that's some solid value for me. After that was Mike Williams. So if you guys have anything to say about Carson Wentz, and then we're going to fast forward to Monday. Nope. All right. I, I don't mind it. Right, By the way, Tyler, I completely forgot to. There are uh, three wide receiver spots, so uh, we might want to start loading up on that too. Stop yelling at me, Danny. I don't appreciate it. Fast Go forward. Now. All right, we are bike. It is my pick. Now a bunch of picks went off the board, which we'll recap after my pick, but I already went with Carson Wentz with my last pick. So now we're probably going to be going with either a running back or a wide receiver, and the running backs still available are absolutely dog shit. So the wide receiver still available, Alshon, uh, Preston Williams, Ty- Tyrell Williams, D.D. Westbrook, Corey Davis. Now, what I really love here, aside from my boy Preston Williams, I know we just oh. talked. We just talked about it while you were Dolphins, recording. Baby. Go Dolphins! Go Preston Williams. Better than Devontae Parker in the twelfth round. So to recap real quick, after I went Wentz, Mike Williams, Aaron Rodgers, Godert, uh, Sammy Watkins, which is just a god awful pick. Chase Edmonds, Jerry Judy, Robbie Anderson, uh, Henry Ruggs, Justin Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, Jalen Reger, Nikhil Harry, and then Preston Williams, and then Hawkinson. So what are you guys looking at for your pick here? I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Jackson. I, I really love Michael Pittman here at value, especially because, again, I said this in the last mock draft when I took him. Uh, we don't believe in the health of T. Wilton, especially uh, in terms of consistency as well. Um, Michael Pittman is a clear wide receiver too there, and I think he's pretty, he presents a lot of upside. Are you good with uh, Pittman here in the 12th round? Yeah, can uh, scroll down on running backs real quick? There was one guy who was trying to hawk. Um, I kind of want to lock down. I kind of want to lock down a receiver because we only have three yeah, right now. It, we need to start three. Uh, yeah, we have six running backs. backs. That's just how Tyler runs it. I'm sorry. We we have six running backs. I mean, if we could trade, like I wouldn't mind taking a seventh. But, running back, running yeah. back, running back. Michael Pittman comes off the board. So obviously, right now we are 12 rounds deep in the draft. Typically around here in a real mock draft or in a real like fantasy draft, some people have taken a defense already, but on drafters, there's no defenses, no kickers, because they do not like Tyler. So Hunter Renfro, bald man, comes off the board. So none of these picks are really all that surprising. It's pretty, it gets pretty basic once you get back here. It's just people taking all these shots on these names. Ryan Tannehill, I'm going to be honest with you, I fucking hate Ryan Tannehill this year. I think we see a humongous decline where they just run the rock a million times. So what do you guys think about Ryan Tannehill right before you guys pick? I don't know. The biscuit, just, yeah, he's he's a little scary. Nothing yeah. nothing better than a than a fullback that has running back speed playing at running back for you. Um, yeah. Crazy. Ew, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, now there's a clear. Uh, name at the rec- I was gonna say Bashaw Perriman, man. I love Perriman. 
do I mean, watch. Denzel Mims is their wide receiver one. Well, not year one, I don't believe. Uh, he's got a lot of polishing to do as a receiver before he could step in as an alpha. While I do think Perriman can step in immediately and provide a number one target for Darnold. So uh, for me, it's Perriman. Uh, I just think there's uh, too many mouths on uh, the Bengals to ultimately feed while Perriman kind of has uh, a better step into a role. So I, I like Perriman personally. I'll let it happen, but I just want to make it clear that I'm a John Ross believer, especially in best ball. I just can't take him over uh, T. Higgins as well in his own offense. He could have taken T. Higgins. I, I like Perriman for this year, but may, maybe Higgins makes it back to us. Who knows? Fair enough. Nick. So what, what do you guys think about Mr. Jay Sternberger in the 13th round? Am I the only one who's not like super duper bought into him? It seems like so many people are. At this point, who the fuck cares? We see what type of tight ends are off the board at this point. It's a shit show. So uh, maybe, maybe who knows? I, I, I don't like the value again. Round 13 is way too early for him. Maybe like round 16, you take that gamble. But uh, the, seeing how fucking people are stacking tight ends, apparently, because that's the fucking theme here. Uh, why not? Aaron Rodgers couldn't work with uh, with uh, future Hall of Famer Jimmy Graham. So no thanks. Or Jared Cook either, when Jared Cook was actually good. Facts. So it was my pick. I went with Adrian Peterson because it just turns out every single year that he just ends up being one of those guys that just has great weeks. I mean, you know, I understand he's fucking old as shit. I understand he's really not that good anymore. But at the end of the day, Darius Geis is not going to be able to stay healthy. I mean, Antonio Gibson might be getting the ball, but I think AP just finished has multiple games where he's just a guy that's going to end up in my lineup, especially against these teams like the Giants that he could easily run against. Uh, probably not Dallas, but Dallas's defense obviously not as good as last year because they lost my boy Byron Jones. Good. Is really good. All right, so we're just going to keep going here since these guys are going pretty fast. Baker Mayfield, Big Ben, and Joe Burrow. What would what's the preferred order for you guys there out of those three guys? Baker, uh, Big Ben, and Burrow. Burrow, oh, Big yeah. Ben, and then who's Baker? I, I actually have it in that exact order. Order they went off for oh. redraft. Oh geez, I'd rather have Big Ben by like a million. And I then really like, and then Burrow, and then Baker. I, I I'm not like I don't actually hate Baker like Tyler does, but I just don't good. believe in him. I think they're just gonna run the ball too much. I think Kirk comes off the board. I like Kirk far better than Baker too. They're both game managers. I really like Baker. I'm not even gonna get into that, but Kirk Cousins is Baker. Like I'm very glad that they went basically around the same time because they're the same person. All right, so uh, in the time that it was paused, Gibson, third leg Greg, and then we talked about the, the quarterbacks, then Darrell Henderson, Jimmy Guap, Jared Goff, Alan Lazard, and Zach Moss. Now, Zach Moss is absolutely buried was there. on drafters. So Zach Moss is a great pick. He's more of a 10th-round pick. Like, the fact that he fell all the way back here is amazing, considering I think he might actually be better than Devin Singletary. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's I like a that. steal, man. Like, what the fuck? I love that take. I love it. Speaking Devin of Singletary, more like Devin dumbass, you know what I'm saying? More like Devin terrible Terry. So AJ Dillon comes off the board next. So now it's my pick. We got to get a quarterback because this is best ball. So you need fucking two or maybe even three of them considering I have injury prone Carson Wentz. So looking at the board, famous James is still available. Obviously can't be drafting him. Teddy throws a belt, Nick Foles, Sammy Mono, Ryan Fitzmagic, two a God. Drew Locke, Gardner Minshew, Philip Lindsay. Now, Drew Locke, I really like, but I'm starting to get a soft spot for the, the mustache man, oh. Gardner Minshew, who I'm going to go with here. I think he actually has many games this year where he finishes inside the top 12, strictly based on the fact that their defense is absolutely deceased. There's literally no one on defense. It's just going to be 
Gar- it's Gardner's just going to be on his back the whole time. You know how much Tyler likes being on his back. So Gardner Amen, Minshew is going to be great. Amen, so after I went with Gardner Minshew, Chris Herndon came off the board, who I actually think is a great tight end sleeper because he, yeah. last year he was a great sleeper too, but he just never came back. So you guys are one pick away. Now it is your pick. Yeah. Teddy Throsevelt came uh, off the board. So to, what do you guys To me, here? this is Locke or Carr. Again, uh, I forget which order he's what, – what would you prefer? I'll take either of them. Yeah, real quick, I uh, just want to clear my name. I am a power bottom, so, you know, I'm not just taking it uh, all the time. I, I can power. Um, yeah, no, I'm going Derek Carr. <laughs> What's wrong with me? No, actually, no, Drew Locke. Let's go Drew Locke here. I, I like the team. Um, we need a little horse talk, you know? Let's just say fuck it and go both. Power. Yeah, I'm down. Gotta add the cock to the roster. I, so something. There is a tight end I like too. There's a few, but I think they're all gonna go. What bye week does Brady and Locke have? Did you make sure to actually look before you oh, draft yeah, them? Gosh. Uh, uh, thirteen and eight. We're good. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Hey, thirteen and eight. Is that a record of a team? I don't know. No, but if you minus thirteen to get to eight and eight, that would be the Cowboys' record. So. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Bazinga. Hey, hey, what if you add a? Uh, you had 15 to 13, and uh, no, no, maybe minus 20. Drafted five from uh, from eight. All right, Titty Boy Higgins off the board now. Honestly, that's a great pick in best ball, considering yeah. that if Joe Burrow, I mean, they Joe Burrow really picked Titty Boy Higgins, he wanted T Higgins, so yeah. I think that's actually a solid pick in the 14th round. I love T Higgins, like uh, Tape Warrior. Fantastic guy. Danny, uh, Danny's very pessimistic to T. Higgins. I, I don't hate the landing spot. I didn't like him as much as a prospect, but I think the landing spot's really nice for him. T. Higgins, if you're watching this video, Danny Ladster on Twitter, the Ladster, um, <laughs> he absolutely fucking hates you, and I don't know why, but I love you, and I will kiss you one day. All right, so... Uh, Tyler, there's a clear drop-off at wide receiver looking at it. After Visca Chanel, I don't give a fuck about anybody left. Like... Maybe Ayuk after him. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's on me. I'm sorry about that. Dude, Corey Davis is still on the board. Oh, if you're a breakout, shout out Devontae Paca. <laughs> I, I love Devontae me Paca, fuck me hot. <laughs> you good with Vizca? You better not edit that, pussy. No, I'm not editing that. Um, that was funny. You good with Vizca? They're a fucking cat. I'm just scared that Vizca's going to go, man. All right, let's go. Let's go, Lavishka Chanel. Lavishka Chanel from 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 Colorado. Buff. <laughs> That's alpha. Well, something I actually want to ask a question about. Real Colorado. Quick my pick. Who are you guys picking as the fucking James Connors backup? Is it Snell or is McFarland. it McFarland? I love one. I love oh. McFarland. How about your boy Jalen Samuels? Ew. Oh Young God, <laughs> that mantra. <laughs> All right, Kenny Boy Stills comes off the board, so now it's my pick. I'm going to go tight end. And while I like Ian Thomas, I think O.J. Howard, for best ball purposes, Curve provides all. the most upside. Curve, like it. What a pick that would have been. All right, so now we are going to shoot Hopefully back around back to, us. to the 16th Maybe. round. Bang. We bike. Okay, so now it's my pick yet again. Running back, wide receiver, tight end is the pick here. I legitimately have no idea who to pick because I wanted Randall Cobb and Mr. Viking stolen from me. So now How do you, do that, I, you just hate to see it. He just auto picked it right from my, yeah. right what I wanted. So we're going to go ahead here and go with my man, Gus Edwards, strictly because I just think he might just barrel into the end zone a couple of times since he's so big. So, I mean, to recap real quick, after I'm with Howard, Anthony McFarland, Derek Ka, Brandon Ayuk, 
Uh, Devontae Freeman, who I don't understand why he gets picked ever. Paris Campbell, Jamal Williams, Vance McDonald, Rock Armstead, A.B., uh, Malcolm Brown, Randall Cobb, and DeAndre Evans, I believe is how you say his name. What do you guys think is your pick now? Darrington, my bad. So what are you guys Uh, thinking here? I'm thinking because of uh, the best ball format, you don't set your lineup. I don't know how many times I have to set that, say that. Uh, you're looking for depth at the positions. I like – I was going to mention with Tyler, we have three picks left. I wouldn't even mind if we went tight end, tight end, and then round it off with a third quarterback. Yeah, let's let's get one of them tight ass – I mean tight ends. Irv Smith? Uh, yeah, I'm a big, big believer in Irv Smith. Big boy, big ass. Talented big. player. Big, big facts on our team. What the fuck? Is, what's, what's wrong with What's wrong me? with this guy? What do you guys think about uh, Josh Kelly versus uh, Justin Jackson? Justin Jackson. Send it. Don't even I, I don't give a fuck about either because Austin Eckler is the alpha. So. No, I'm just okay. saying, like, what Go happens if, if Eckler goes down? Who, who do you think takes it? Oh, Justin Jackson. Easy. Justin Jackson's better, but fuck. I don't, I don't care. For all, all right. they, for all I care about, they could sign fucking Devontae Freeman. Like, fuck off. All right, so uh, Sammy Motto came off the board. Obviously, the quarterbacks are drying up completely, but I'd much rather have fucking Tua or Ryan Fitzmagic over Sam Darnold. I'm being honest with you. Girlfriend, every time he's around her. What's wrong, dude? I'm ruthless right now. I'm hitting RKOs all over the place. What do you guys think about Ty God in a uh, best ball draft? Maybe like 18th round, but Ty God tail. Ty God. (laughs) There's so many pick. Like, oh. Where the fuck is uh? Where's his teammate, Herbert? Why the hell is Herbert not even up here? Why is Easton East oh. Stick up here? Andrew Luck is above him. Isn't Easton East Stick? Is this guy? Isn't Easton? Isn't Easton a fucking baseball bat? So it's Easton Stick. It is. I had the Easton XL as a kid. Look it up. It's an absolute powerhouse. That thing bat. hits fucking huge doinks. You, you know what I'm talking about? The white bat. Do those. <laughs> Exactly. So you guys are up again. So what are you guys going to do? Tight end quarterback? Do a baby. Yeah. I, I don't I, think he starts this year, man. What? I ultimately, what? I think Fitzpatrick starts more games. Then get Fitzpatrick. What the yeah, yeah. fuck? All right. Then I'm down. Danny, are you fucking on crack? Can we get a comment down below if you think Danny's on crack right now, please? He's on crack. <laughs> you good with Fitzmadge? I'm good with Tua. You really don't think Tua's going to play eight games? Is it pulling your teeth to get fucking Tua on our team? You already have Locke and Brady. Like, Tua's going to play, like, what, one game in your your lineup? Sure. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Danny just got absolutely bullied into his pick. So, I'm two (laughs) picks away. I'm probably going to go with my main man. How the – wait, wait. How did Vance McDonald get picked before Eric Ebra? I wanted Eric Ebron there, but I got fucking. You didn't. You wanted Fitzpatrick. What? No, I, I said if you're gonna take one, I asked if you wanted Fitzpatrick. I didn't want either. Dude, I got the tism, dude. We're gonna win the fucking thing, and no uh-huh. one's gonna worry. All right. Uh, now Nick's gonna take Ebron. There's gonna be like. How about how about I take everyone's money in this fucking thing? Like it's gonna be easy pickings. Yeah, take yeah, you take all the money, and if you want to take my money, sign up with Drafters Co. is notorious, and we'll we'll draft with you. Dab. So we're only two picks away here before we get to super fast mode all the way to the final round where we get to make our best pick of Mr. Irrelevant. So this guy needs to hurry the fuck up. Tyrell Williams, what a pick if this was last season, but this season, absolutely god-awful pick. I don't want anything to do with Tyrell Williams. And then the elite Corey Davis comes off the board. So now we get to select big man Eric Ebron. Shout out to Jack Doyle. 
All right, guys, so now I am back on the clock. I'm going to go ahead and select my third quarterback. Now, the guys available right now are not super hot fire. Cam Newton, who's not even on a team. Nick Foles, Fitzmagic, Hashkins. So I'm going to go ahead and select Big Dick Nick Foles, who I think will probably have, like, three good games this year. But, hey, that's good enough for me as my third quarterback. So now I'm going to recap my t- – actually, no, I'll wait until your guys' team is done. We'll recap them together. So where are you guys looking at the final round of this draft? Uh, I, I really like uh, Njoku again. As I said earlier, uh, in best ball, you kind of want to have a few at each position just in case you, you ultimately maximize your uh, chances at getting a high ceiling uh, type game. And with Njoku, I mean, we saw Kevin Stefanski ran the 12 personnel last year. Uh, and uh, we saw Irv Smith and uh, Rudolph each had their own games. I do think Njoku could ultimately play that 1B role to Hooper in that offense. Again, a lot more weapons on the outside, so I'm not – definitely expecting that type of output but again in the 18th round ending your draft he's ultimately by far the most talented tight end left on the board and uh other positions don't really offer much for me in general so i like taking the chance on a talented uh red zone threat in joku here tony backwards baby why not um i'm not gonna put up too much of an argue i got a few of my picks uh we'll let danny grab uh himself a, a very useful tight end who will do nothing all year but suck for him we have travis kelsey so i don't give a shit yeah, fuck it. And oh, let's shout out Devin Funches, baby. Ew, <laughs> All right, so you guys Wide receiver two. Ninjoku. So I'm going to recap my team real quick. I want Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, Al Robinson, Robert Woods, Kareem Hunt, Hollywood Brown, Philip Lindsay, Christian Kirk, Mecole Hardman, Hunter Henry, Carson Wentz, Preston Williams, Adrian Peterson, Gardner Minshew, OJ Howard, Gus Bus Edwards, Eric Ebron, and Big Dick Nick Foles. You guys can recap your team real yep. quick before uh alvin kamara travis kelsey kenny galladay jonathan taylor deandre swift james white brandon cooks jordan howard john brown sony michelle tom brady michael Pittman, rashad perriman true lock lavishka chanel ito smith or smith i'm an idiot and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i got i got scared uh two attack of Iowa and david and then joku all right joku. guys that, yeah, we both did a pretty good job here. So thank you guys all for watching. Make sure to subscribe to your guys, their channel, Fantasy Stock Exchange. All of their links are down below, their Twitter and everything. Make sure to join us on Drafters. The code and the link is down below. Do you guys have anything to say before we get out of here? I, guess I just, just wanted to mention one thing. Uh, as long as you guys do better than our boys, uh, Jack Miller and who was that other guy? I don't know. Come on, buddy. Uh, buddy's, buddy's head hunting here. Uh, Nick, thanks for having us on. Tyler Moss NFL, if you want to see the worst tweets uh, in history. Uh, Nick, kiss your sister for me. Danny, kiss your mom for me. Uh, I'd love to love to shoot them a text sometime. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. Make sure to subscribe to me on YouTube. I am your mom's favorite fantasy football analyst. Have a great rest of your day.